Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new podcast. Yes, Knowing Wheel returns, of course, we're into the winter break, but that doesn't mean uh, the content is going anywhere anytime soon. And of course, now we're in the winter break, we can start to look back to, you know, this, this podcast is called Knowing Wheel. So we thought there'd be nothing better to do today than to react to our championship predictions that we set all the way back on a podcast dated, this was podcast number 46 from the 15th of March, 2022. And of course, as always, I'm joined by Jamie183. How how are we doing, mate? I'm good. I'm uh, looking forward to this because most of the year my predictions went okay. So hopefully that, that has uh, carried over to the beginning of the year in which when we made these predictions but we'll have to wait and see yeah i think it's it is going to be quite an interesting one today now we're gonna obviously there's quite a lot to go through so we probably are going to go through quite a lot of them fairly quickly we're kind of trying to combine two things at once here we're both obviously looking at where we predicted drivers and teams to be and where they actually ended up finishing and then we're also looking at how well they actually did in 2022, all things sort of given. So we'll, we'll start at the bottom then, Jamie. Uh, we'll go with, obviously, we only predicted the 20 full-time drivers. And in last place, of course, was Nicholas Latifi. Won't be staying with Williams in 2023. And let's be fair, I think it's a pretty simple one to discuss, isn't it? Yeah, pretty, very below average season for an F1 driver, I think. He did take a long time to recover from the end of 2021 because we saw he was kind of making steps towards Russell in the second half of two years ago. Russell but then had year, checked out, to be fair. But yeah, yes. Russell had checked out, but it's yeah, not not good for Nicky this season. No. Um, the one slightly shining light was that performance in Japan, but that was that came far too late for it to mean anything. Silverstone qualified. Silverstone quality was all right as well. Um, that was that was really weird. Williams only Q3 of the season, I believe. Or maybe De Vries got Q3. Uh, I believe De Vries was bumped up inside the top 10, but I don't believe yeah. he qualified yeah. there. So, apparently, the one uh, yeah, good thing this season was kind of that Silverstone qualifying and the Japan, uh, what was it, ninth place in the end? Although yes. Quite yeah. a lot of that was down to just being last and try, kind of throwing his ice and it came off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, if the data, right, the fascinating stat I found this season was the fact that Latifi was further off Alex Albon on average in mm. qualifying than he was on George Russell the year before. Yeah. Which is absolutely mad when you think about it. So, yeah, I mean, bless him, Nicholas Latifi, of course, like we said, you know, we, we've got a bit of sympathy for him. Obviously, of course, with what happened in Abu Dhabi last year, you know, um, you know, any sort of online hate like that, we're both strongly against, especially, you know, when these drivers are trying to push to the limit. Um, but let's be fair, he's not Formula One caliber. He 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 never was. He, he, he got his, he got his chance. He did. He got his he wasn't chance. Horrendous, but he was pretty bad. <laughs> he, yeah, he certainly didn't really deserve to hang around. I mean, he's finished P twenty this championship, and we would both say he probably was the worst driver this year, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. It's not not too. And coming difficult. on to the predictions, then. Yes. So uh, we're going to be keeping score, by the way. So you get a. A point for how far out you are, so you want the lowest score possible. Basically, we're, we're playing golf tonight, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, Jamie one eight three, do you know where you placed Nicholas Satifi in F one twenty two predictions? I I think I do. I think it was last. You were absolutely bang on. Good. And I know you were massive on Williams. I so hyped probably up wasn't Williams last. big star. I put in P sixteen, <laughs> which is quite Oof. painful to look back at. You know, I could have been laughing my ass to the bank after this, but. Yeah, Latifi, I put P16, and that has come back to haunt me by the end of the year. Yeah, so a solid plus four 
already. A, a solid zero. plus four for me, yes, <laughs> after just one one driver there. I mean, let's move on, though, to his teammate then, Alex Alwyn. Hang on, then. Oh, we got sorry. a little quiz to intersperse oh, very go. early on this week. Here we go. Because, as we know, Nicholas Latifi is getting replaced by who? Logan Sargent. Indeed. An American Formula One driver. Yes. The last time an American raced in Formula One was Scott Speed. Was? No. Oh, uh, no, of course, it was uh, not Roberto Merri. Um, Replaced Roberto Merri. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, Not Valentino Rossi. uh, Alexander (laughs) Rossi. Alex Rossi, indeed, at the 2015... US Brazilian Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Well, that was the last race he did, yeah. Brazil was the last race he did. Yeah. So, in true <laughs> one of my quizzes fashion, oh, you've got to name the top 10 from that race. What? The last time American raced in Formula 1. What, the top 10 from and the 2015 you've got Brazilian a minute Grand Prix? going now. Oh, I just got to get him in any order, or? Yeah, you can say it in any order. Uh, Rosberg. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, Vettel. Yeah. Um... Ricardo, Raikkonen, no, yes, Kvyat, yeah, um, Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, no, yeah, um, you got four more, four thirteen more. to eight seconds, thirty-eight seconds. I'm trying to think. Twenty fifteen, well. Jensen Button, no, no. McLaren Reg, um, oh, who else? Roman Grosjean, Pastor Maldonado, yep, yep, um, two more. I'm trying to think, uh, Bottas and Massa, Bottas, yep, Massa, Massa no, not. um. One more, one more, one more, and you got Sergio Perez. Seconds. No, uh, Nico Hulkenberg. Yes, there you go. There we go. Smashed it. I'll to take eleven that. seconds to spare. At eleven seconds. That's a bonus eleven points then. So I got twenty-one out of ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think you still wouldn't beat me, but there we go. <laughs> oh no, I'm taking it. Twenty-one bonus points to add to well to take away from my <laughs> predictions. Um, you know, fair. a fair play. I'll give you. I'll give you credit, Jamie. It was a fun little quiz for the winter break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're going to get worse and worse they are going to descend on, into anarchy over the winter aren't they let's move up though to P19 of course overall in the 2022 Drivers Championship and it was Nicholas Satifi's teammate young Alex Albon only scored 4 points this year but unlucky to not do more exactly and comfortably pocketed Latifi didn't he all year yeah. yeah definitely and I think the thing with Albon was that he would just take that car to like 12th, 13th yes. on a regular basis yeah. ahead of the likes of a Haas or an Alfa Tauri or a, an Alfa Romeo like very consistently yeah he was he but was constantly putting that it, the amount of times as well I feel like this season the album was running in the points with 10 laps to go where yeah. he'd gone on like a brave one stop and then he'd just get jumped by two stoppers really late yeah, on yeah. in the day I feel like I saw that happen at least sort of six or seven times um, but I mean yeah Albon of course you know came back after his fourth sabbatical He's done really well this year. You know, very, very good driver. You know, I think he's going to be really important for Williams uh, over the next couple of seasons. Uh, of course, finished P19 in real life. Jamie, do you know where you ranked him for 2022? Uh, hopefully around that sort of area. You were spot on once again. You oh, had no faith in Williams this. this year. Uh, I put him 15th, so that's another minus oh. four, plus four <laughs> points for me. Um, so not, not boding well too early on no. in the year. Um, no. Next up, though, China's finest, and fair play, we, we've got to give him some credit here, Zhou Guanyu. He ran a much better campaign than at least I was expecting, uh, but this might actually be the first one I was a bit closer to you with predicting. Fair. I was I was hyping Zhou hugely you in pre-season. You were all aboard the Zhou Guanyu um, hype train. Which I'm very happy about, because he has done really well, and he's done a lot of respect to a lot of people who were writing him off from the very beginning. Yep, myself um, included. 
I yeah. will I so will I'm, hold I'm my hands up and admit that. he did a lot better in 2022 than I was ever expecting. Yeah, very unlucky to not score more. I think like de fact he only got four points. Six uh, when he was he, was it six points? Six oh, points. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was four in Canada, wasn't it? And then a couple of one points elsewhere. Um, but yeah, unlucky to not score more. He was running on for a sixth place in Baku. On for points in Silverstone, on for points in Miami. I just bit early yeah. to call it Silverstone, <laughs> but I like the, first the optimism. Twenty meters were good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's done really well. I think very deserves a second season. I think that's what what people were all saying at the start of the year. Oh, he's a he's a placeholder for Porsche. Yeah, but maybe that's still the case. Um, Alfa Romeo at least. But I think he's earned the plaudits of a lot of people yeah and i think this is the thing isn't it because i mean let's let's still not hide away from the fact of course that he's he's been able to get into f1 because he's got a lot of backing from china but he has also proven himself this year you know that say for example a williams or a Haas need a driver now that can deliver you know maybe if he is still a placeholder exactly if he is still a placeholder for poor chair and he gets brought into alfa romeo you know, I, I, it doesn't now seem impossible that Zhou Guanyu, if he had to, could find a seat elsewhere either. I feel like he's yeah. done enough this year. And to be honest, as a first-year driver in Formula 1, where a lot of the speculation is about just how much money you're going to bring in, he's, he's delivered more than I think most were predicting. Yeah, he was well level with Bottas as the season went on. It's yeah. just a shame that by the time he got as good as Bottas, the car was no longer as good as it once was yeah so the chance of points like the points gap is way bigger than it should be exactly um, exactly and i yeah. think most people do realize that as well of course whilst he was still trying to settle in do you know where you predicted Zhou guan yu for 20 <laughs> probably far too high considering where he's actually finished you um, put him go on jamie have a guess like 15th ish 13th 30. Okay, so you've that's lost a, a handful of points there. <laughs> I was actually closer on this one, but I, I was. I, the thing was for me at the start of the year, I was not expecting Alfa Romeo to adjust to the new regulations very well, so I might have put him last. <laughs> and you were trying to wind me up. <laughs> no, I just, I just massively underestimated the hard work and the sheer skill and determination that every single member of that Alfa Romeo team has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the hat. <laughs> Yep, look at my um, respect respect um let's yeah, so you're actually better than me there i did so do better than you so yeah. i was i know Zhou Guan Yu better than two. you i got plus five that's poor you know what let's let's head over though uh another driver that had an interesting year little yuki sonoda bless him 12 points to his name in what has been a very very disappointing year for alpha tauri but has delivered a lot better compared to pierre gasly yeah I think I think that's the important thing to remember because the points tally looks really small for Yuki, if you pardon the pun. Um, but yeah, he has he has been a lot closer to Gasly, especially in qualifying, which was a, a big thing. You, the amount of times in twenty one that Sonoda was out in Q one and Gasly was in Q three, like P five yeah. or something, yeah. was outrageous. Um, so yeah, Sonoda's done okay. I think the car was a really limiting factor for both drivers this year. Um, but he's done it right. He's definitely had a step up, but he needs to kick on now, I think, especially with a new teammate. It'll be kind of interesting to see how he does against De Vries next year. Exactly. And I think this was the big thing, wasn't it? Because Sonoda this year, he's kind of been that driver that proves that you have to put the work in elsewhere around the sport as well mm. if you really want to succeed. And I think it's it's been a really big year because let's be fair, we, we both kind of felt, didn't we, that although Sonoda did deliver on occasion last year, he might have just been chucked into Formula 1 a year too early. 
Um, but yeah. now it does feel like rather than last year where he was kind of just struggling for air, it feels like this year he's really learned to sort of tread water. Yeah, it's not been a year that's like blown us put away. His stock really high, but he's been very solid. Exactly, very he's done the job, okay. and he, yeah. he he feels like at the moment he's still justified to be in that Alpha Tauri car, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Talking, of course, of someone though. Uh, well, no, we've got to do um, where we predicted them to be. Haven't we? We? Sorry, I'm jumping. I know down. I was. We were both really big on Alpha Tauri we for some on reason. Tauri going into the year. Um, so probably too high for both of us. I'm, I'm assuming. So he finished P17. You predicted 12th. So that's Oof. another minus five for you, Jamie. Yeah. I predicted 14th. So not too bad for me. It's only only a handful away. of points thrown away. Uh, with that one. But yeah, we were both big on Alpha Tauri this year, and it, it did not work out well. Uh, let's jump up, though, to young Mick Schumacher, of course, in his Haas car. Won't be around for 2023. It's tough, isn't it? Because when you look at it, he's only two points further away from his teammate than Sonoda was, but it can't help but feel like the story is very, very different. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Um, I've seen a lot of people... Obviously, I'm a Hulk fan. Hulk is like, Hulk going to replace him next year. And I've seen a lot of people saying, like, why are you replacing a driver with higher potential with a, a complete no quantity who's maybe not got that high ceiling that Schumacher maybe does? But ultimately, the position has her in. They've seen having two rookies to having two experienced drivers from the comparison between Grosjean and Magneton to, uh, what was his name, Mazepin and Schumacher. So it's been a while since that, his name appeared on the podcast. Um but yeah, I think the dependability they need and the solid consistency, especially in the midfield, is so valuable. Yeah. It's harsh on Schumacher, but he has had a very good shot and not blown anyone away. And I think the other real question still remains, isn't it, about the internal politics going on yeah, at yeah. It feels like there's more at play here than just mm. Schumacher hasn't delivered enough. But, I mean, Haas next year are going to go into the year with one of the most experienced driver lineups on the grid when you think about combined yeah. races. So, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how K-Mag and Mick get on next year. Uh, do oh, you know where you Mick. predicted... Sorry, what were you going to say? You said K-Mag, K-Mag and, and Hulk, Mick. sorry, He's not gone. Mick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you predicted Mick Schumacher. Jimmy, you got this one bang on as well with P16. Oh, nice. I went P19. I was, again, not not Fair. hyping up Haas, so I Off lose. Off the back of 2021, I'm quite happy with that. That's yeah, good. that's not bad going. You did pretty well there, mate. Uh, let's jump up, though, to another driver that it really feels like we didn't speak about much at all this year, unless he was forcing Fernando Alonso over the top of him. Uh, that's Lance Stroll. <laughs> Where has he been this year, Lance Stroll? Yeah. We just haven't yeah. mentioned it's him. Been, it's kind of been a classic Stroll year, hasn't it? He's He's been okay, not outrageously bad, not that good, other than a few flashes. And he's just sort of ended up in 15th. It feels like the same old story with Stroll. Yeah, it's so bizarre, like, isn't it? It's kind of like, he's one of those drivers where he's not, like he definitely is good enough to be here, but is he ever going to do much more than what he's doing right now? Yeah, he's kind of good enough really to know. scrape it in each year, but it does make you wonder yeah. whether he's going to be, I mean, Alonso next year is just going to absolutely destroy him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah well, we'll see what happens. So he scored points that. on what's that? Seven, uh... No, eight times he scored yeah. points. And I think it's kind of forgotten six about. Six of them were 10th place. Yeah. And I think it's kind of forgotten about, isn't it? Just how well Aston Martin seemed to push on towards the end of the year when most mm. teams kind of stagnated. Aston Martin really did make quite a lot of progress uh, late on in the campaign. 
Um, but do you... So you predicted, obviously, Lance Stroll finished the year P15. Uh, you originally went 17th, so you lose out two points. Okay. I went 12th, so I lose out three. I was expecting Fair. Aston Martin to be a bit stronger uh, this year than what ended up being the case. Uh, we've already just mentioned him, though. Pierre Gasly, of course, going to Alpine next year. P14. He still was the number one in that AlphaTauri team. It looked a little bit shaky at the start of the year, didn't it? You know, Yuki Tsunoda yeah. really was delivering. But Pierre's finally got himself out of the Red Bull family. Probably for yeah. the better, but we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, I think his stock has definitely dropped compared to the end of 21, where he yeah. was absolutely smashing it. Um, but that's partly due to the, the car not being there this year. And also just, yeah, I feel like once he got that Alpine move, he kind of checked out a bit. Yeah, um, you look yeah. at the end of the season; it wasn't great. Um, but yeah, I think given given the car, he's done all right to finish fourteenth and outshine Sonoda mostly. Um, but yeah, he's definitely not hit the highs of twenty one, mm-hmm. and I, I really hope he kicks on at Alpine. It'll be close. I think that's a really tough one to call between him and Ocon next year. Yeah, that will definitely be exciting next year down there. Do you know where you predicted Pierre Gasly to finish this season, Jamie? <laughs> Probably far too high, knowing <laughs> knowing what I've said about AlphaTauri. So we both, I think this was the one of two drivers across the entire grid that we both predicted exactly the same. We both went ninth for Pierre Gasly. Okay. So we That's both not, lose five I mean, points there. Bad. So not, not horrendous, but not brilliant either. Um, no. I, I guess we'll just take that as it is. Uh, next up then, the Dane himself, pole man, Kevin Magnussen. Again, came back to the support when none of us were expecting it. Delivered some fantastic races for Haas early on comfortably beat out Mick Schumacher for most of the year, but did kind of go quite quiet as well, didn't he, when Haas kind of fell off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think they got exactly what they expected with Magnussen. I think, I listened to a Gunther Steiner podcast that was released last week, and it was kind of like, yeah, you want that dependability, but also those ridiculous highs that he just pulls out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, such as the P5 on his first race back, and the pole position, obviously. Yeah, I think it's a very solid season um, on his return. His, yeah, for third second return. sabbatical. Yeah. Is it his third? Third return. His... Yeah, so made his debut then a year out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he certainly re- reminded everyone what he's what he's here for. I think he's kind of had less pressure on himself. He's kind of just been able to come in, in and enjoy it, hasn't he? Because there wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like he got announced last... It's almost like Hulkenberg now, of course, has kind of got the whole winter to panic if he doesn't deliver. Yeah. Kevin Magnussen never got that chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's done well to beat Schumacher, I think. Um, he kind of had to, didn't be, he? But he's done yeah, it he in did. a comfortable fashion for a lot of I'll, years. I'll be very interested to see how, how that driver duo goes next year. Yes. Um, but obviously yeah. I'll be backing Hulk to beat him. <laughs> it will be interesting. It will be interesting. So I mentioned just a moment ago that we both predicted Pierre Gasly and one other driver uh, in the same positions. Kevin Magnussen was the other one that we both predicted in the same. And um, we both went P18. Uh, so we've, oh. we've both lost oh, wow. another five points there. So okay. we're, we're losing quite a lot of points, Jamie, at the moment, yeah. which is not great. Yeah. But, you know, it, it <laughs> we're is... We're doing very well. It the is title's it is. in question. Exactly, yeah. Knowing wheel, we're going to have to change it next year to <laughs> kind of know a tiny bit about wheel. Um, P12 though, Sebastian Vettel, of course, final ever Formula One season. Yeah, what 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 do we say about Seb? It's it's had its highs, it's had its lows, but I don't think he's certainly lost any grace as he on his no, final no, F1 year. I think he's he's earned himself a lot of favors compared to like this little stint at Aston Martin. Say if he'd left at the end of his Ferrari stint, it would have been 
a bit of a sour note to end, but I think he's done himself. He's done well himself proud, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially him. ever since the retirement announcement, he's been kind of let loose of it. Yeah, so he's kind of seems more relaxed. It seems like he's not too worried anymore, which was great. We we got some yeah. vintage Seb, didn't we, on occasion, which was quite yeah, nice yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's led Aston Martin. You know, he's comfortably. Obviously, we kind of were a bit worried, weren't we, at the start of the year? I remember Australia. Um, where mm. he came back, crashed, what was it, three times that weekend yeah. and just had a bit of a disaster. We were kind of like, Seb, maybe you should have just stayed with COVID, mate. Give it, it hope for the season, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, he came back, he kicked on strong throughout a lot of the year, uh, tied on points, of course, with Daniel Ricciardo as well in a much, much superior car. Um, but I felt like, you know, maybe there was a little bit of Seb Steer and Aston Martin in the right direction as well. Almost, of course, were able to jump Alpha, uh, Alpha Romeo at the end of the Constructors' yeah. Championship. But... A decent final season from Sebastian Vettel. I think one that he can walk away with, not not over the moon, but proud of himself at the end yeah, of the definitely. day. Um, so, of course, finished P12 in real life. I was only one place out. I said P11. Jamie was not a fan of the Sebastian this year. Uh, oh, P15, you Ooh, predicted. Did I put him above Stroll? You did put him above Stroll. Okay, good. <laughs> but not by much. Not by much. Good. Good. Uh, so that's poor. Poor from me. Poor from so, Mister One Eight Three. Next up, then <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo, of course, came into this year absolutely had to prove himself, and just hasn't, mm. has he really? Let's be yeah, honest. yeah. I think, I think the 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 Daniel of twenty one, it was kind of like everything's bad, but when he gets it together, he was all right. Like the Russian Grand Prix was pretty good. Obviously, the win in Monza in twenty one. Yeah, like. When it came together, it really did come together. This year, it just never, never came together. No, and no. it's a real shame to see him kind of floundering like that. But yeah, it's it's a good time for him to take a sabbatical. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, whether we'll see Daniel Ricciardo back in Formula One, I mean, I think one of the good things, still, and I know a couple of people from McLaren have said this as well. You know, despite how bad this year's gone, you know, he's remained positive. You know, he hasn't turn sour over any of this you know mm. he's still been prime daniel ricardo off the circuit and there's, yeah. there's a lot of respect to be had there when you're having an absolute in a really good manner. exactly yeah. you know he's left mclaren on good terms which i think is important as well um so yeah finished p11 overall which to be honest probably sugarcoats it a little bit uh, when you think he was only actually five places or four places behind lando norris but almost a hundred points mm. back uh, behind his yeah. teammate uh, of course Mexico he had a good race at Mexico let's not forget that it wasn't yeah. really one of those only after he took out Sonoda well yeah apart from murdering Sonoda <laughs> but it is what it is uh, you predicted Ricardo P8 at the end of the year I, okay. re- I predicted Ricardo P7 so a handful of points lost there by the pair of us but I think we were both the rest. no I didn't I had oh. McLaren up in with the front runners because they wow. they should be a front running team but there we are uh, we'll, we'll discuss that a bit Fair. more later on. <laughs> um, into the top 10 we go, though. Valtteri Bottas, of course, left Mercedes, or got dropped by Mercedes at the end of 2021, uh, went off to Alfa Romeo. And you know what? We, we, we give Bottas some stick because against Hamilton, he couldn't quite match Lewis. But what we do often forget, and I think a lot of people don't give it credit for, is Bottas is still actually a very, very good driver. And, yeah. you know, Jamie said Joe Guanyu was on par with him for a lot of the year. I feel like Bottas still had Joe, you know, comfortably at arm's length through most of the season. Um, but they worked well together, and I think, you know, they, they, they are a driver lineup for the future. Yeah, yeah, I think Bottas has kind of found his happy place yeah. in that midfield team. Obviously, he had the option of a few, but 
I think he's done really well to to kind of pick a team he can lead really well. Um, yeah, he, he definitely hit the ground running. Like the first half of the year was way stronger than the second half, but that was also to do with the car. Um, yeah, I think he's he's done himself a lot of justice this year because people were like, "Why is he sticking around? He's obviously never going to amount to anything." But ultimately, like Bottas he's there to enjoy himself. Bottas yeah, is fast. He's really yeah. fast as well. He, to be, I don't know, two tenths off Lewis. Yeah, he does need to toughen up. I think that's been a, a really obvious thing this year. Well, every um, year, isn't it? Sadly, with Bottas, yeah, it's just yeah. the one thing that is like his big problem still in Formula One. So P10 for Valtteri Bottas this year. Jamie, hats off to you. You got that bang on. Oh, let's go. Uh, I I went P17. So we'll, we'll, the less about that, the better. Oof. I think. Oh yeah, you went harsh now. I was yeah. Alfa Romeo, <laughs> fair play to them. They have delivered a lot more uh, Sack than him. we were expecting this season. <laughs> Let's jump up, though, to Alpine's number two driver, uh, Fernando Alonso. It's... Oh, well, that's... That, yeah, here come the comments. Yeah, gotta get him in. Gotta get him in. <laughs> uh, and, well, I mean, what can we say? I mean, it's an Alonso year, so it's full of controversy, isn't it, as always? It's probably the best uh, single season I've ever seen anyone do. Um, sorry? Or so he would say about himself. Oh, right, okay, sorry. I thought you meant you. I was going to say, What? <laughs> No, no, no. Well, he he's lost an insane amount of points through reliability. He probably um, should have sent like again. There's how many points Alonso believes he should have lost, <laughs> and how many points he sensibly should have lost. Sensibly, well, he, he should have been around Norris in the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's just insane if you look at the retirements. Yeah, Saudi was reliability. Australia was reliability in qualifying that he kind of gave up. <laughs> Imola was crash damage, which wasn't his fault. Uh, Italy was reliability Singapore was reliability as well Mexico reliability from the points and Abu Dhabi reliability <laughs> Yeah, not <laughs> which is just madness not ideal um, for Fernando again but yeah. off to Aston Martin yeah. next year that is going to be hilarious um, yeah. yeah it's kind of a shame <laughs> isn't it because Renault Alpine were kind of the one team that Alonso was still on good terms with in Formula 1 and that's kind of now yeah. gone up in smoke vintage Alonso just screwing them over exactly it's um, just what he does but it's quite funny it's just what he does. Um, so Alonso finished P9 overall this year, Jamie. You predicted him P11. Ooh, and me, the Alonso hater that you give me so much stick for, predicted him P10. Wow. Wow. I must have been down an Alpine then. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah. Have him in the comments, by the way. You heard his comment a minute ago. He, he finished behind his teammate. <laughs> Esteban Ocon is clearly the number one driver <clears throat> in that team. Speaking yeah, of which, like George Russell. Exactly, exactly. Speaking of which, though, <laughs> Esteban Ocon, a solid year. I mean, there's not really a lot as you can say, apart from got a bit lucky yeah. to beat Alonso. But, you know, he, he moulded that team to make sure he was the teacher's pet. And he yep. walks away in PA overall. Yeah, and he, he's very unlikable. I don't like Ocon very much. It's because you're a Gasly um, fan, but yeah. Exactly. And I sympathise with Alonso. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Ocon is certainly had a, a very very solid year um yeah generally like he's always been close to alonso other than maybe one or two races um and yeah basically what you want in a midfield driver i don't think um he's quite the level of the top drivers but if he went into a top team i think he'd he'd do no worse than the likes of Sainz or perez he's one of those sort of level drivers which yeah. is nothing to turn your nose up at no, but, exactly. Yeah, exactly. very, very good from Rockon this year. A, a, a very, a very good season, isn't it? You can't describe it as brilliant, yeah. but good is certainly the way to go, isn't it? Um, in terms of Ocon, though, of course, PA over on the championship. I went thirteenth place. You went fourteenth. So neither of us were really expecting Alpine yeah. to deliver 
this year. Yeah, we were we were down. I mean, they only finished what fifth? Wait, no, it was just fifth, wasn't it? At Avatari in twenty one. Yeah. So that's weird that we chose to uh, bin them off. I think we were just kind of expecting them not to jump to the new regs very well, but you know, yeah. we, we live and learn. We live and learn. Uh, next up, then, yeah. future world champion in the making, P seven Lando Norris again. Another wildly underappreciated year, I feel. Yeah, I think this is best best year in Formula One. Yeah, it probably is. It's obviously not got the highs of what he had in twenty one, but he's just an unbelievably consistent. The only driver outside the big three teams to get a podium yep. as well, which is very impressive. Um, and the fact that he's he's what twenty no thirty points ahead of Ocon and forty one ahead of Alonso in a car that was generally slower than the Alpine is insane yeah he just Lando like, Norris yeah. just gets the job done doesn't he and he's I mean, definitely a superstar in the making it's mad when you th- I don't think he's a superstar in the making I think he is already a superstar well, already, yeah. isn't he yeah. uh, and it's mad when you think to where McLaren were in Bahrain wasn't it because I mean I remember us yeah. after that Grand Prix thinking McLaren are screwed for like the next five years because yeah, yeah. they were they're like the, the third slowest team that weekend um, but they turned it around Lando Norris led that team again you know there were a lot of questions about whether Ricardo would come back strong this year Lando didn't really give him a chance at all. No. As once again, you know, he hasn't been a fan of this car this year. He's been very vocal about that. But he has dragged it around, kicking and screaming. Best of the rest, comfortably. And yeah, future world champion, absolutely 100%. Seventh overall this year. Jamie, again, you got that one bang on. Uh, I went P6 because I was expecting McLaren to be a front-running team. And I feel like that does need to briefly be discussed, doesn't it? You know, maybe when we get back to the teams in a minute. Uh, for our predictions yeah. overall, um, McLaren are desperately still not quite where they should be, and I feel like they get away with it a lot more than they should be entitled to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's jump in then. P6 overall, of course, Lewis Hamilton, our second Brit in a row. What a weird year. What a, just a weird season, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's on paper one of his worst, is it not? Um, I think it is his worst it. ever year in terms of... Yeah, that. in terms of championship position, no which wins, is kind of mad. Championship position, lack of polls. No polls, no wins. Yeah, it's yeah. it's been a different year for Hamilton, hasn't it? Yeah, and I think he's he's certainly still got it. I think you look at oh, the absolutely. actual look at the the races certainly, and you can tell where the problems were. I mean, the first eight races or so, Mercedes had an absolute dog of a car, um, and <laughs> which Hamilton didn't help at all. Just sacrificed himself so they could try and learn about yeah. it. And Russell kept getting insanely lucky to finish top five every week. Um, yeah, I think Lewis has overall been better than Russell over the course of the season. They've been very closely matched, but I think Lewis has had a stronger season. Lewis, yeah, the lines most of the second half of the campaign was... I think he out-qualified Russell in every single race apart from Brazil in the second half of the year. That might have been one other where he like didn't. That. Um, and I think, you know, like we said, from Baku onwards, Hamilton, you know, once Mercedes had kind of got a few things sorted with that car, you know, had he not sacrificed quite a few races early on in the year, it does make you wonder, you know, like Saudi Arabia, for example, and things like that, and Imola, you know, could there were Mercedes... There were a few poor, poor races. There were a few poor races there early on where they were trying things with the setup. You know, had things, had they just tried to go with the George Russell setup, could they have still beaten out Ferrari overall? It could have been very close. Well, they weren't far away, were they? No, it could have been very, very close uh, come the end of the year there. But um, <laughs> sixth place overall, Jamie. You predicted <laughs> Hamilton fourth. 
I, I feel like I know where you feel. I might have put a Hamilton World Championship on the board. <laughs> uh, Which is not that insane. It's, it sounds bad now, but it, it really wasn't that ludicrous at the start of the year. No, no. Uh, you know what? I will I will back my guy and say there's still another World Championship in him. We'll have to wait and see. We will I'm wait less, see. less sure as you. I'm, I'm not sure, but I still believe... <laughs> There's a world championship in him. It's whether there's a world championship in Mercedes. That's still the question that remains. Yeah. Uh, we talked then from a driver that seemed to be testing out different things with a struggling car to a driver that seemed to be testing out crash barriers in a good car. Uh, Carlos Sainz. That's harsh. Yeah. That's very harsh on Sainz. I think we, we came... Of course, he beat out Charles Leclerc last year. You know, Hank finished him. You know, we thought, is this going to be a new Carlos Sainz? And this year, bless him... He hasn't quite kicked on in the way I think he desperately needed to. Charles Leclerc has got a, had him wrapped up. He's ticked off a few key things. Yeah, he's got his um, first win. First win, first polls. He's had three this year. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, he's, Too many mistakes. he's kind of proven that he's not on the level of Leclerc yeah. or Verstappen or Hamilton or arguably Russell Norris as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's he's basically what Ferrari almost hoped he would be in a quite dependable second driver. Um, who isn't quite at the level of Leclerc, which almost for Ferrari is perfect. Obviously, for him, he'd want to be doing better to be closer to his teammate, but it's been a good year, but not brilliant in what was probably the second fastest car to finish fifth. Yeah, he should have still been. When you think about the mistakes and issues that Leclerc and Perez have had this year, he probably should have been battling them. You know, the fact that had Hamilton not had his gearbox failure in Abu Dhabi, Sainz would have finished sixth overall behind two drivers mm. that were in a slower car is not a promising sign. You know, was unlucky on occasion as well, um, but feel like Sainz this year struggled more than should have been expected. For a driver that we all praised last year, we, you know, we hyped about the fact he was the only driver that went to a different team and didn't struggle in 2021. Mm. He just kind of struggled this year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think the car wasn't fully to his liking as well, which didn't help. No, exactly. Ultimately, he's got to be... You're a Formula 1 driver. You paid millions of quid. You adapt to a car at the end of the day. That's what Formula 1 drivers are paid for. The same person who said a minute ago that Hamilton was trying out different setups. Yeah, for the team to get them data. (laughs) Don't you try to twist my words on me, Jamie. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Sainz, yeah, P5 overall at the end of the year. I got that one bang on. Uh, Jamie, you predicted a Sainz going gala in P3. Did I really? You predicted Sainz okay. P3, yeah. I, saw, I did put about 15 Ferrari wins. You did put, so. well, you put like 40 wins over the course of the year, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, an up and down year from Carlos Sainz. Speaking of a driver, though, that had a very, very good year, it's George Russell. Came into Mercedes. You know, there were there were a few still question marks left to be answered, and has absolutely delivered most of the year, hasn't he? Yeah, and he is pretty much exactly what Mercedes want in him. He's their future. And yeah, yeah. I think he needs to eliminate a few little errors here and there, but that's the same with any any young driver has that in them occasionally. Um, but yeah, overall, really, really solid season. He was maybe, like, he was obviously very close to Hamilton. I think Hamilton slightly had the edge in general driving ability, um, but that's to be expected when you're up against one of the greatest of all time. So, yeah, fair play, George. P4 is very good, very good, solid season. Um, and I think, yeah, if Mercedes get the right together in within the next 10 years Russell will definitely pick up a few championships you'd imagine yeah exactly and I think we know full well isn't it you know if, if Lando Norris can get McLaren underneath him you know we could see Lando George Max and Leclerc 
all on well, if Leclerc hasn't got sick of them by then. well yeah I mean I've never said Leclerc Ferrari mate oh, true, <laughs> we'll wait yeah. and see we'll wait Alpine. and see uh, no, I reckon we'll see Leclerc and George at Mercedes versus Max and Lando at Red Bull. Oh, that would be That would insane. be madness. Absolute <laughs> madness. Um, but yeah, George Russell, though, uh, you predicted P4. You predicted him in P6. I predicted him P3. Okay. Mm, so not, not far off there. Not, not far the worst off. from us there. Exactly, exactly. Uh, jumping up, though, to P3 then over on the championship. I mean, again, another driver that had a bit of a weird year, wasn't it? Sergio mm. Perez, you know, had a few stunning drives. Of course, Monaco Grand Prix winner now. Um, was really strong towards the start of the year, but then he did just kind of get Red Bull, didn't he? As they made the car suit Max more and more, Perez just kind of struggled more and more. Yeah, and that was kind of to be expected. Like, they're obviously going to back their man and make the car to his liking. And fair play, it worked out to, <laughs> to a very good extent with Max. Um, but Perez was kind of the victim of that. Because, yeah, up until... Well, like Baku, he won. No, he didn't win Baku. He didn't too, win but Baku. He was second. The, they were very close, him and Max, in the championship yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, second half of the season, it kind of became the classic three to five tenths off for Stappen that we always kind of see yeah. with Perez. Um, and it remains to be seen if how much how much longer he gets in that Red Bull. Because he's obviously a very known quantity. Doesn't really kick up too much fuss. Um, other than a few flashpoints in Brazil and in Spain and Baku. Um, but yeah, I think Red Bull are quite happy with him to be the known quantity second driver that he kind of is. Um, but for his sake, you kind of hope that he gets a shot at a few more a few more race wins on equal terms. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether we're going to see that fire in the belly of Sergio Perez next year, you know, maybe he's just going to be able to rustle Max's feathers a little bit because although it might not be Red Bull want that's going to be the only way he can really try and sort of match Max Verstappen is try and get inside his head psychologically yeah. a bit more. But we'll wait and see about that in 2023. Uh, both of us are actually uh, wildly underestimating Sergio Perez this year. Uh, you had him in P5. I had him down in P8 over Oof. on the championship. And then again, I was <laughs> yeah. not expecting Red Bull to come out as strong as they did. Um, next up, though, Jamie... Again, another driver that I think there's a fair amount to talk about, isn't there? Charles Leclerc. Yeah. What he's he's been well and truly. Finally, he's been Ferrari, hasn't he? The hope it's, is gone. It's almost predictable, yeah. really. If someone told me at the start of the year, oh yeah, Ferrari have the fastest car for the first bit of the season. Leclerc does really well, and then suddenly he gets unreliability and mistakes creeping in, and he ends up well off the championship. You'd have been like, yeah, that sounds exactly like Leclerc and Ferrari. Yep. <laughs> It just sums it up beautifully, doesn't it? Yeah. Two wins in the first three Grand Prix and then one win in the final 20. Yeah. Just says it all. Yeah. Just says yeah. it all, and doesn't it? I think he's done himself justice this season. People were doubting him after 21 because he did lose the signs and the points. Yep. But when he's given a top car, he does pull out performances. Um, and we've seen that plenty of times. I think it's a shame that he couldn't get a few more wins and his pole to win ratio has just become ridiculous sickening, isn't it it's sick i don't know yeah it's very unfortunate how bad it is really. yeah, he's so good over one lap though i think that's the thing yeah. isn't it he's probably the best i would say he's one of the best like probably the best qualifier on the grid he's right up there with hamilton definitely right up there nah, hamilton's not got it anymore oh, mate, behave. um yeah <laughs> how i many mean poles yeah less than magnus it was less than magnus and you're right yeah um <laughs> Charles Leclerc, I found it quite funny, of course, that we've just said that. Apparently, we, we felt the exact same feeling at the start of the year because we both predicted him P2 in the oh, championship. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Neither of us believed Ferrari would do it. 
Um, so yeah, we, we did both get Charles Leclerc spot on there, second overall in the championship. So yeah, I apologise, yeah, there were three drivers that we predicted in exactly the same places. Mm. And let's go on then, Jamie, to our final driver. 15 wins, what was it, 17 podiums? Max Verstappen had more seventh places than he did second or thirds this year, which I found <laughs> quite mad. funny. Um, just He should have had an extra seventh if he gave the position to Perez as well. Should have, yeah. Um, I mean, let's be fair, he just got... Well, yeah, yeah, he, he just got the job done, didn't he? Really, it was yeah, after absolutely. what happened in twenty twenty one. It was the year Max needed just to go. You know what? I can just metaphorically poo on everyone and have a world <laughs> championship that none of you can call into question. And he's been comfortably the best driver over the course of the season. Very much record breaking. Was it fifteen wins? Yep. There's the most. Obviously, it's helped by the number of races, yep. but ultimately, still an incredibly strong season. Um, yeah everything he could have wanted he's getting up there and the, the winning like old record win numbers as well yep. like 15 wins he's, he's going to help him out yeah is he that higher yeah that wouldn't surprise me actually yeah got to be about that he's on what it'd be on he's got to be on about 30 35 else, i think he's on 35 wins have a look. he had 20 after 2021 um, so he is <coughs> on yeah 35 wins oh i'm looking at a really outdated thing he is sixth overall sixth overall um, on the wins list yeah. that is scary <laughs> and the next season you could probably actually know being third he'll probably be up to <laughs> end, have to, at least he'd have to win 18 next season which maybe you never know i think if he gets yeah. 18 wins next year formula one's got a lot of issues <laughs> um but yeah he's been insane he's been everything we thought he would be when he came onto the scene at 17 yes um, yeah yeah very very good season Jamie do you know where you predicted Max Verstappen for the 2022 F1 season I don't think I've predicted anyone first yet so I'm assuming first you did predict him to be world champion yes, and I, there we go. I predicted P4 <laughs> oh dear oh so dear. Not, I feel not like the, the second half of this I've done a bit better than you. yeah I was um. kind of <laughs> expecting a bit of a change up at the front of the field like I said uh, we'll, we'll discuss that in just a moment when we go into the constructors we'll quickly rattle through them of course because we've spoke about yeah, most yeah. of it already but how what are the scores then on the doors jamie lowest score wins how far out how much wheel did we know (laughs) so you scored a total of 62 points so on average i was three places out three yeah three places out. that's not bad which mm, eh, i don't know that's not terrible i suppose i ended up on 44 points hashtag blessed hashtag blessed indeed um, so just over two out roughly, which is pretty good. I'm quite happy with that. I, and I think we should be pretty proud. I think knowing we all the name can we stay. Get bang on. Uh, I don't know. One. I got. Yeah, I was to say you definitely got more than me. I got one. I think I got two. I think I got seven. So there we go. What? I mean, yeah, I think I got two overall. <laughs> what did I get? Verstappen, Leclerc. I got Leclerc and one other. I think. I got Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris, Bottas, Schumacher, Alvin Latifi. I don't even know which. I don't. I think I got one. I think I just got Leclerc. Um, oh dear. Did I get? No, I didn't even get Stroll or Sonoda. No, I think I just got no. the one. Damn it. Shocking. Shocking. Well, that's why you're the you're the presenter. I'm the expert. Well, so apparently that's what you tell your friends anyway. <laughs> he tells his mates on about this podcast. And People are like, oh, he's got a podcast, and he is the expert allegedly. <laughs> Um, and, and I'll prove myself that's factually correct. Well, I'll prove that by being factually correct when I replace you with an actual F1 expert next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's quickly rattle through the teams then, Jamie. 
Uh, I feel like that one's going to be quite funny to go through as well. So, 2022, of course, we, we saw Ferrari bottle it once more. Jamie predicted Ferrari to be world champions. <laughs> How do you feel Lovely. about that? Uh, not great. I mean, it's better than you predicting Mercedes to be world champions. Yeah, but not by much. <laughs> not by much. Uh, you said Red Bull P2, so you did just get the top two the wrong way around. I got it spot on. I said Ferrari P2. Again, yeah. I believe them to be second best. Uh, you went Merc yeah. P3, so you did somehow you knew something no one else did. I saw it coming. You got that bang no on. No side pods was rubbish. I knew it. The zero side pod concept did not work. I predicted McLaren. Like I said, <laughs> I feel like McLaren once again have gone under the radar as a bit of a fraudulent team uh, that should actually be fighting up at the front, but just don't deliver a car that's where it needs to be. Ferrari managed to make the jump back up. Why shouldn't McLaren? Yeah, it is true, and I think Ferrari being at the front is more of a given slightly more of a given than mclaren but ultimately they're rivals historically for a reason they always are kind of there and thereabouts and mclaren have had what one season in the top three in the last 10 years yeah and that was a season that was very bizarre anyway that they probably shouldn't have finished third they finished third yeah with the fourth fastest car didn't they yeah or fifth Arguably fastest sixth. car yeah yeah which is kind of mad. Um, so yeah they really should should be delivering on a more consistent basis i think they're still They've got the driver that they need to, to do it. They just need to put the car together yeah. in a way that works, exactly. which is quality engineering analysis from me. Exactly, um, exactly. Put the car the yeah. way it works. And apparently he's the expert on this show. Yeah. Um, P4, though. You went McLaren, I went Red Bull. Uh, nice. nice. I, How do you feel about I that? I was expecting Red Bull to not push on because they spent too much money on F1 2021. But there we go. You know, I learnt my lesson. You'd never go against Adrian Newey. Simple as that. Exactly. Exactly. Fifth place, we both went Alpha Tauri. That, I mean, we just don't want I to really don't that. know why. We, we both were, just we hyped them up, didn't we? Yeah. But like the the classic, we've been saying it for years, maybe maybe, maybe one year on this podcast, but like Alpha Tauri always start off a, a regulation cycle terribly. And then work their way back. But I feel like we said this at the start of the year and then went, but this time it's going to be different. Uh, I don't know know what we were were thinking. No. They came ninth. Exactly. Uh, Sixth place, you got bang on, Jamie. You said Alfa Romeo. I know. And you rinsed me. Yeah, I did. And so did the comments. If you commented at the start of the year. Let's have a look. Um, I'm on the video. I can read down these comments quickly. Let's let's call some people out. Um, (laughs) Here we go. Top comment. Imagine if Alfa Romeo exceed expectation and do really well this year. I had the same exact reaction to Matt <laughs> when I saw Alpha in sixth. Um, You're not laughing now, are you? Yep. There we go. Uh, someone I went knowing in it. quotation marks wheel, which is fair enough. Uh, has Jamie watched F1 before? <laughs> um, oh, this is quality. Yeah, we, we did well. We did well this year. I feel like we... Take it back. I'm the Alpha Romeo expert. Apparently so. Apparently so. <laughs> uh, I went with Alpine in P6. So I wasn't far out there. Uh, but certainly no. wasn't right. Um, you said Alpine seventh. I got Aston Martin bang on. So you're knowing Alfa Romeo. I'm know, knowing yeah. Aston Martin. I don't know why my Alpine was so down, but there we go. But, well, yeah, it's just it is what it is, isn't it? Uh, Aston Martins, you went for eighth. I went Williams again. I was hyping Williams up. Uh, it didn't happen, but you know we we move. Uh, <laughs> uh, ninth place, you went Haas. I went Alfa Romeo. And last but not least, tenth place, you got spot on again with Williams, and I went Haas. So yeah. overall, then I think I got two spot on here. You got three, or four. Yes, uh, just three. Just three. So you know what? Yeah. Between us, 
That's our goal for the next same, year. We've got the, to beat the difference our out. If we do different sides, I got sorry. 12, you got 21. Ah, so well, I was two 21. out on average. Two out in a, a list of 10 is quite a long way. It's not I reckon great. you could have randomised it and done as well. Probably, um, pretty much. Pretty much, <laughs> to be honest. But you know what? I will absolutely take that at the end of the year. But yeah, of course, we'll be back once all the car reveals are done for 2023. Uh, we will definitely be doing another predictions uh, for next season. I just quickly saw as well, actually, in the comments down below. I'm going to try and have a look at some of these predictions. Someone predicted Merck, then McLaren top two. Uh, someone mm. said Ferrari Red Bull, just like yourself. Uh, someone said Hamilton World Champion, just like I thought. Um... No, no mad ones though. By the looks of it, no one got it right. Um, no one got it spot on. What I, can no, see. But I think I actually did better than all the comments. I think you did better than most um, people. Yeah. So yeah. Someone. I have watched F1 before to answer your question. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely come back stronger next year, though, won't we? Absolutely. Hopefully. But I mean, we've got a lot. Of, do a lot of revising. Yeah, we've between now and then. We've got a lot of fun other stuff though to do over the winter break, nonetheless. So definitely, I uh, want to keep yourself subscribed for plenty more like that but thank you all so much for watching nonetheless i don't think there's anything to add there is there jamie we kind of wanted to rattle through this tonight didn't we yeah yeah i've got a football match in jamie's a football manager so we wish him best (laughs) of luck hope he doesn't get sacked um yeah but yeah we will return next week of course with more knowing wheel we haven't quite decided what we're going to be doing yet but it's going to be another fun sort of winter break type thing so definitely make sure you leave a like get yourself subscribed as well and we will return very very soon with more knowing wheel